0: Welcome to Las Vegas Motor Speedway. It's another edition of the NHRA Insider Live as we are in the pits here. Brian Loans, Tony Pedregon, and Tony, we've been making a habit of this and it's pretty fun. We're gonna have three guests today and they are the top three runners in the FuelTech NHRA Pro Mod series presented by Type A Motorsports. They're going to wrap up a championship this weekend. Yeah,
1: there's a lot going on, a lot of history. What do they say? This is Vegas, this baby. Is Vegas, baby. And uh, we have some really good weather. And of course, this is the time of year. This is the countdown. And we're right in the middle of a couple of championships for the pros. But for Pro Mod, of course, they're, they're going to wrap it up here. And, um, and the interesting thing, a lot of drama is coming along with it because there's not one It's not two but there's three drivers that are involved and a couple of them have blockers it is the first year of their road to the championship series they had a points
0: reset if it's been a four race series that has really bunched everybody up been a bit of a controversial week in
1: podcast land tony it seems like uh, we continue to have some teams professional teams that want to call themselves professional teams that to get a little offended and one thing that i learned about this position that i I currently do it's color it's analysis we want to make it interesting but one thing that i've learned it is part of my responsibility it is my responsibility to check the facts to state the facts before i open my mouth i believe that i'm very good i've been challenged by a few drivers not one of them has followed through in fact we're we're on on speaking terms again yeah (laughs) Um, but this is what we do guys i mean we call what we see on the racetrack it is our job we have to make it not just interesting but we we have a responsibility to provide um interesting facts to our viewer we're not here i'm not here i wasn't hired to to make friends to uh to say good things all the time about the drivers because the reality is is this is high stakes poker it is it's racing it's a dangerous sport Um, Occasionally, uh, can you imagine the NFL or the NBA or the MLB, right? when when a pitcher doesn't do a good job, guess what they're talking about the Monday morning, so. Yeah, the fact he walked five guys and, yeah, and gave so, up 10 runs. So we're gonna continue to do what is expected of us, and my primary focus is to provide good information to the viewer, because I know from the other side of the fence, I do analysis now, I used to be a racer, I understand the challenges of sponsorships, of driving the race car, of tuning the car, so I've been, been on all sides of the fence. I understand that, I respect that, especially from the drivers, because they are the ones that strap themselves in the race car but i do also understand and respect the challenges from the sponsors but trust me guys the the few of the racers that are watching that don't specifically like what we say it's not about like guys it's about calling what we see your responsibility is to Build a car, make it Brace go quick, the car make it go fast, yeah. keep the driver safe, but more importantly, keep the fan out of harm's way. And our responsibility is to be
0: yeah. honest and bring you the best, most inside, hard hitting stuff we can do, and we'll continue to do it. And this has been a public service announcement from the NHRA Insider <laughs> Podcast. So let's bring up our first guest. Mike Castellana is coming up. Currently, Mike Castellana is third in the FuelTech NHRA Pro Modified Points. Mike, great to see you, man. Great to have you. Good to have you, Mike. Good to
2: be here. Good to be
0: so this is uh this is going to be an interesting day right now you're sitting number two in qualifying you and Justin Bond are right up there at the top of the sheet Frank's got a good tune up here
2: yeah no Frank's got the car running awesome you know uh, we struggled a little bit early in the year which I'm sure you know we had a little mishap testing before Charlotte uh so we missed that race um but thankfully to Belushi he offered us a car um we got that car running and Frank got that thing tune really good it's it's flying right now
1: Mike can we talk a little bit about that uh, here we are at the last race of the season for your category you find yourself right in the mix of a championship let's go back to uh, not missing that race and the reason you guys uh you guys wrecked a car and and what is uh, what happened how did it happen and what did you have to go through to get here
2: to where you're at today well, to be honest we're not really sure what happened you know we uh, made a loss on a I believe it was a 564 the prior run, so it says, you know what, let's make one more hit, put it in the trailer, we're good for the race. We go up there, our eighth mile was a little bit faster, at a thousand feet, the motor just shut off. So I do my routine, I just reach up to pull the chutes, Um, like I always do it, before I knew it, the car was backwards. I don't know what happened, we all have different
1: uh, ideas, but it was just...
2: It just instantly went backwards, and it was sliding. I'm like, okay, what? And then it hit the wall. It got airborne, and everything just went in slow motion. And then, thank God, whatever it tumbled, it landed on its uh, four wheels. I was able to get out, and I I was fine. A little sore for a week or two, but we did miss the race in Charlotte. But uh, thank God, we're here to race again
0: is there any you know you've been at this a long time and that's one of the things I want to talk about but as a guy who has kind of seen and done a lot of stuff in these cars does any of it with the next time you make a run because obviously you had to wait a little while does any of it flash back, or you just put it behind you and move on
2: not really you know you think about it a little bit but when you're in yeah. the car once you start the motor everything yeah. goes and you just keep uh, keep focused. your head straight yeah
1: Mike was it the physical part that that didn't allow you to compete at the um, at the the, the event after that Or was it just the fact that The trauma from the wreck And getting the car back together
2: it, it, Really the, the car It was uh, We didn't have anything I'm sorry We, we were offered cars A yeah. lot of these guys in Pro Mod They're great people They're like family We were offered cars their spare cars that were running um, But me and Frank decided You know what Let's just Because it was Tuesday before the yeah, race You're going to you know have to something together let, yeah. Let's just sit this one out But uh, thankfully You know the, a lot of our team not our teammates a lot of our competitors came came and offered us their spare cars to use though so. so to me one of the neatest parts about
0: about what you have going on now and you've been working with Frank for years but like when you were a kid at English town right you're going yeah. to English town with your Camaro did you ever believe that Frank Manzo like one of the great all-time <laughs> gods of that part of the country would be your crew chief and the relationship you have with Frank
2: no i, I never did i used to watch Frank race all the time um, and when the, you know, we're both racing for Alanabe and at the time, Khaled called me up. He says, listen, I want you to run with Frank. And I I said, I love that. That was in 17 and yeah. now we're gonna be eight years next year's together and it's just, racing with him is awesome. Does that put you in a good place that you have
1: a multi-time champion, not just tuning your car, but of course in your corner and you look at your competition, they have some blockers out here, they have some help. You're on an island all by yourself.
2: Yes, yeah, but you know, Frank, what he does with these, he tunes and you know he's like I work I make power all week he says but we can't use it he says we got to figure out how to use it now he's starting to figure out how to use it more with this particular car so um it's just he's just he's just great to work with
0: do you miss the good old days of a clutch pedal on a Lenko?
2: I do I miss that <laughs> big time I love driving you know I drove the clutch car. It would be almost 30 years now running Pro Mod, and we've been running the automatic for three years. But I, I missed the clutch. I actually missed the shift and all that. It was, it was a lot more to do in the cars.
0: Those early cars, and obviously they were slower than the cars you have now. But I mean, back for the first, like let's call it, 10 years of Pro Mod yeah. racing, it was way too much motor for way not enough <laughs> chassis, right?
2: It was, but they were they were fun to drive. Yeah. You know, they're a little bit rough to handle, but. Um, it was it was exciting you know we weren't going as fast so um it wasn't as uh, extreme if something yeah. happened
1: so oh, go ahead Tom. on the racetrack uh, you had initially coming into this race four qualifying runs that has been shortened due to the circumstances the way you have yeah. three runs one qualifying run left Is that you does that put you in a, in a situation does that does that work in your favor or does that have any bearing on what is at hand
2: Not not really, not not for us. I mean, we made uh, two awesome runs already. Um, Hopefully we'll make another awesome run and be ready for round one later today. And It's better than running tomorrow when it's really cold. We'd like to get that first round out.
0: You got 10 national event wins you have been perennially in this in this kind of championship chase when we look at the guys you're racing against thorns the defending world champion justin's down here he's going to be our next Mm -hmm. guest talk to me a little bit about the two closest rivals you have these are pretty hardcore racers
2: (laughs) you know everybody in this class runs great everybody has has the the opportunity to win um you know things happen and fortunately some cars and it makes cars qualify where there are, but a- anybody in this class is tough. I mean, I- I'm looking to win this race. I know we're gonna beat Thorn and Justin, I like but um, honestly, I, don't, I know we're in third of the points. I don't know how much we need. We don't, we're just here to race, win the race. Um, if we come up against them, hopefully we take them out. And I'm not even sure if that's gonna be enough to win the championship, but we'll give it our best.
0: One last question before we bring Justin up you complete your burnout in st louis you put the car in reverse (laughs) and next thing you know you're staring at Dmitry samarukov's car yard sailed across the lane you've seen a lot of stuff but when you got back far enough did you go just what what the hell am i looking at here (laughs) i
2: i know i'm just doing my normal routine i do the burnout i'm backing up and I looked to my right as i said, back it up i said what is the guy doing over here and then they got in front of me they're like stop stop after that Frank says, i think we need to get radios in the car <laughs> well mike best of luck to
0: you this weekend obviously the car's qualified very well number two right now just a couple thousands off mm-hmm. the pole you got one more qualifying hit this afternoon and round one this evening so best of luck
2: all right thank you guys thank you he is thank mike, mike.
0: Castellana, a guy who's had plenty of experience in a winning way here at the okay, strip of las it. vegas motor speedway he's going to go down and consult with Frank Manzo and finish up getting his program ready. We're going to bring up Justin Bond next. JBS Equipment, the Powered By sponsor here this weekend at the Strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway and Justin Bond, a guy who is battling for his own spot in a championship form here in 2023. He's also going to be battling for a microphone. There it is. Justin, how you doing? Um, how you doing, man?
3: i doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. So was it a quieter night last night? Yeah, 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 she was low-key. Got my willies out there on Thursday. That's
0: always a good thing, man. You come to this town, I feel like you need one night to blow off steam, and then you can lock it down, right?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, you get out at the airport, and it says, welcome to Sin City, so what happens, right? Jesse, you
1: look at qualifying. You guys made your quickest run. In cooler conditions, you're going to make one more qualifying run. Sun's out. It's very pleasant conditions. Do you see that number one position holding?
3: Um... I, I want to say, I, I like to think so, um, it all depends, I hear that some wind could come up, I don't know if we're going to get a little dusty track, I don't know the direction that the wind's yep. going to be going, uh, those types of things. Um, you know, my my main focus right uh, when I got here is I just, I just wanted to out-qualify Chris, yep. uh, and I needed to be in the top three. Yep there's 31 points separating us so i am just you know if i get bumped in a second i'll be fine I, I don't know that he'd come around all of us and go number one but if he could good for him first year
0: for the road to the championship for the pro mod class first year we've had a points reset when we talk about either the countdown or we talk about this road to the to championship it works in the favor of some guys and works against other guys so it wasn't necessarily the best thing that ever happened to you right
3: no um but i'm on i'm a, I'm a I'm a village guy. Um, you might know the stats better. When's the last time we had 16 cars in Vegas? A long time ago. So yeah. that's the, that's what I'm looking at. I'm yep. about the class, yep. as you guys know. We're sponsoring this event, yes. and and I'm about the greater good of all of us, not about one person's you know solidarity. Amen really. hey, to
0: that. Yeah, man of the people, Justin Bond, a man of the people. Well, we're tra- We got to
3: try. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You made a decision, your team made a decision to switch power adders late in the season.
3: Got yeah. the screw charge car, which is obviously working out very well, but that's a risky move. Yeah. Um, I think yet again, it's it was, a, it was a team decision based on the fact that we were struggling with the screw car. And um, I figured to be candid with you guys, I get the countdown. It's like, I think everything restarts. I think yep. all your histories, it's like hitting control, alt, delete, <laughs> and shut the program. <laughs> um, so I figured, what did we have to lose? Um, I'm not going to like name drop anybody else or any other classes, but you see when you hit reset, um, it literally resets. So I said, hey, Khaled was really struggling. There was two events he didn't qualify for, and I just I thought the the, the right selfless move would be is to run two cars and either both suck, which I knew wouldn't happen because I have an amazing team, um, or give our team double the data. And, for example, sometimes you go to a racetrack and you're like, I'd like to try this, but I won't. But when you have two cars, it's like I could be on the outside until the last qualifier as long as the other car is running good and we can be over here trying things with my car and put that combination that's yeah. proven into the other car, whatever. Just put the number one and two stuff in it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, Just it's a, to I'm sorry, you've
1: done this long enough. Uh, you've been out here in this sport for a long time, and I'm sure you realize anything can happen. But at this stage, you're number one. Mike is not far behind you, he's number two. It seems like to this point, you have the momentum. It's Chris Thorne that's not qualified that well, has to make a good run in this last session. Yeah. Is that kind of pressure, is that the kind of pressure that you wanted to put on Chris coming into this last event?
3: I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I won a race coming out of number 16 spot this year. You watch what happened in the pro ranks at the last race, you know, Robert Height and Ron Caps are on the trailer, like it's anybody's game yeah. out here, it's points and a half. I mean, we're gonna go fast today. We're gonna be safe. And, and I just, personally, I think it's anybody's game. I think Jason Lee's still in there. You, you just yes. can't count anybody out.
0: You talk about, you know, making critical decisions, decisions to benefit the team. You look like a frickin' genius for bringing Jordan Lazak in to St. Louis. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and he was one of those guys, a known commodity up there in Canada, right? Yeah. a known commodity, a proven driver. He's run out here at Streetcar for years and years. Yep. But a lot of people are like, this guy came out of nowhere, but nobody really ever comes out of nowhere. But you punked him in the right seat.
3: Yeah. So Jordan and I have been friends for a long time. We live a couple hours apart and to be candid, you know, most people wouldn't know this, but when I can't go testing, I send Jordan, he drives all of our cars. So he'd driven the car, I don't know, I'm going to say he's made 30 passes in that car. Uh, he drove all of our cars. Like sometimes he'd go down and drive four of them for us. <laughs> you know, be down in Florida for three, yeah. four days. Um, and in July 1st uh, in Canada, we brought our cars up, and I actually managed to beat him in the final in his own car. And um, and he had asked for a while. You know, do you think I could get in the car at an actual event? And and um, <clears throat> there was some 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 discussions about maybe the rules and whatnot. So I thought that my pro charger car could run better than some of the others. So we brought it out and I think that we, you know, proved that point as well. And, yep. and um, yeah, and, and having another guy on my side of the world kind of helps, you know, when you get into that ladder or whatever, yeah. hopefully he can- Well, listen, he beat Mike in th- the
0: semifinals there, which is huge because yeah. you're in the spot you're in because he was able to stop Mike in the semis. Right,
3: exactly. And, and, um, and that's, that's the deal. I, and, and like I said, this isn't just about me. I'm, I'm one guy on a 20 person team. Justin you mentioned something I think it's going to be or may
1: be a factor later don't have to deal with it right now it's beautiful sun shining but there is some wind that should be coming in what can you do in the car Is a team can they make any adjustments to prepare all of the teams for the wind or is this all fall on the driver's shoulders
3: no I think. I think you just got to be cognizant of what's going on. You got to be on the wheel. Um, something that's a little different for you fans that might not know is a pro mod car. The inputs are very light, um, and you'll see somebody that'll get out of a funny car, get in a pro mod, and crash it. And it's yeah. not because they're bad. It's that we steer like this, and in a pro mod, or in a funny car, you're like this. Like you really, and and then you know that's an alcohol car. And then if you get in a nitro car, it's like you're in a fist fight. Um, so. You know, what's the team going to do? The team's going to work on ride height and splitter and how much the splitters are out and the wicker bills and and all these things and tire pressure. And, you know, and if it gets dusty, I mean, it's just, yet again, it's any man's game and you're just, going to drive until it's not safe anymore. Well, look, Mother Nature has been on your side. The timing of your victory in Charlotte was
0: insane. Yeah. You go across the finish line at about 250 miles an hour and all of a sudden, it's raining.
3: Yeah, it was raining about 1,200 feet. I actually lost traction and what what I actually thought happened was a Pro Charger blew up. And I was like, oh no, the Pro Charger blew up. So I kept my foot in it because It takes a while for them to totally grenade but actually what it was was the tires were spinning so if you watch the replay on that when I pull the chutes the car is sideways and it was raining at the starting line that's why I went in I was the third one to stage and just got on the floor because I was like if I'm on the two step they maybe won't back us out.
1: Justin you you remind me of something very interesting you look at Matt Hagen's background, you see Chad Green, Sydney Frigo, Khaled Belushi, mm-hmm. they've all been in a Nitro Funny Car, Top Fuel Car. You, you bring up some interesting things. Any desire for you to ever get into a Nitro
3: Funny Car? Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying I would never try it. I would definitely try it. I got it I've been avoiding it because, like, I know my personality. And I'm and I'm one of these guys that, like, if I like that golf cart, it'll be in my trailer when I leave this weekend. So I'm, like, I'm just avoiding it. The whole body coming down over me, I don't know if I'm going to like that in the rear end between my legs. Um, however, I would never say never. I would say a fuel dragster is probably... You know, way more on my uh, my to do list. Is the fear that if you do it, you might like it? Yeah, that's that's, the problem. Drag racing is a disease, and it's not really curable, right?
0: (laughs) You mentioned your company, JBS Equipment, is the sponsor, the race sponsor here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And a lot of people that are watching may not know. I mean, your company, you guys build some badass stuff. So, talk about what JBS does.
3: Um, So, JBS is a company that's located in Mission, uh, BC, Canada. Um, We we build, manufacture, design. Um, agricultural equipment, we build manure spreaders, silage trailers, silage baggers, um, all kinds of agricultural equipment used in the dairy and the beef uh, feedlots and the chicken industry and we send it worldwide all over the globe um, and you know we got about hundred and fifteen employees and everything is all built uh, in right now and we have a, a warehouse in Georgia and then we have our um, manufacturing facility in Canada and we um, you know we've got a team of five really good engineers some of them with master's degrees and all kinds of things and um, basically what we do is um we're in the, the food industry in one way and in the waste industry in another so you know we're, we're dealing with what's going into the mouth of a cow and what's coming out the back end of it
0: <laughs> and that uh and again you can find us out. and it's and this is not small scale stuff i mean the the equipment you guys build is really gnarly big big stuff
3: right yeah i mean um it, it, we do, uh, I would say, our mantra is building the biggest um, and the best. We're not really, we're, we're good at building the small stuff, but we're not really good at it because we're not competitive with that company that'll build, you know, a thousand of that piece when we're going to build 50. Yeah. Um, so we, we are, um, we're like, let's just call it like we're the Apple or the Tesla of our industry. You know, when you open the box, it feels nice, looks good and let's one more question i have for you with the bahrain one operation you know this
0: is an established name in this series it has been for years always operates at a very high level talk to me about being a part of the bahrain one team
3: well and i think that's what uh you know we've got to go away and look at here you got myself chris thorne and castellana right the top three those are all bahrain owned cars right sheik abdullah still owns mike castellana's car um I think uh, the number one thing is 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 everything about that team is is it it's about looking professional um acting professional um and 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 representing like you you feel like you know you're representing jbs you're representing Bahrain the country you're representing the sheik his the whole family um you got Khaled. Al Balushi, um, you know, who's just a, you know, probably one of the greatest people I've ever met. Guy. Yeah, an exceptional guy. And so, guy. you know, when you do act out a turn, it's like he'll come and over to you, and it's like, oh shit, I'm in trouble, with Dad. <laughs> you know, so, so that's where it's at. I mean, you just, I feel like I've surrounded myself with really good people, so it's caused me to raise my own bar. You know what I mean? When you And I'm, and I'm a bracket racer. I still bracket race. Yep. But sometimes, you know, when you're bracket racing, it's like, oh, who cares? Throw a garbage bag over it or whatever. Throw it on an open trailer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you're doing this deal, it's like, no, you got to make sure you have a fresh shirt every day. You got to do this. You got to yep. do that. You know? Professionalism. Yeah. And, that's, and, and, and our, just yeah. making it so that our class yes. is, it, we're just trying to grow this Continually class on the rise. And, 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 and get it, you know, in a bigger shining your spotlight all the time
0: well it's been fantastic to watch you compete this year along with mike castellan and the entire cast of characters in the FuelTech pro mod series thanks again for stepping up with jbs to be the race sponsor and good luck man it's gonna it's going down to the wire oh, I think, yeah. which i think is
3: always the best yeah thing. and i'm going to tell you guys something um We have a a committee um, that, you know, kind of is working on, uh, let's call it, operating the class and and, and growing it and getting the funding and all that. And we have a lot of really awesome stuff. Um, You fans need to be paying attention in the next 14 days. There's a lot of really awesome announcements. Um, And and I just, you know, and that's the other side of this. So I'm on the Boweray 1 team, but I'm also on the the team that's actually out for the betterment of the class. There's like seven to ten of us, and we're just, you know, we're meeting every couple of weeks, and we're just doing everything we can, you know, to, to... to, to, to find more cars to find yep. more people to find more sponsors and I think I, I just want to tell you guys that I, I think that you know 2024 is probably going to be the best year ever for NHRA Pro Mod so if you're over there running in another sanctioning body in the next 14 days there's going to be you know, an invited meeting where we're going to want you on a Zoom call and you're, you're probably going to want to go put the safety stuff in your car that you think is totally horrible and it's not that big of a deal and come over here and run a couple of races this is the best place to race it's the safest You've got these kind of Awesome people, the best safety crew, the track is always the best. Like I don't have a reason to not race over here, that's why we're here. <laughs> And look, what's cooler than 250 miles an hour with doors, right? That's right. I mean, none of this eighth-mile stuff. That's when the party's just getting started <laughs> at the eighth mile. <laughs> i got to tell you, Justin, meeting you for the first time is no disappointment. Best of luck to you. Yeah, thanks, guys, and best of luck to you guys this weekend. <laughs> right. take care. He is
0: currently qualified at the top spot. Chris Thorne nice is currently you. leading the points. Justin, yeah. always a pleasure. I, I believe Chris is in route to our stage. Oh, he's literally right here. We'll take Chris Thorne up, who is the defending world champion in the FuelTech NHRA Pro yeah, Modified Series, and he does lead the points. As you heard Justin say, it is a very slim margin. This is points and a half this weekend, much as we'll see at the finals in Pomona, California. And another member of the Bar a One team, you're defending a Promont champion, Chris Thorne. How you doing, man? Good, Brian, how are you? I'm doing really well. So let's talk a little bit about qualifying right now. You're sitting 8th. That's probably not ideal. No,
4: it's not. Uh, Our Bahrain team, we've struggled all year in qualifying, it seems like. Uh, We seem to really start to get our stuff together about round 1 every race this year. Jamie and I, uh, we've been working really good together all year. And... It's unfortunately that's the way it's
1: you know the cards are folded for so well, Chris. Right now, uh, you've got two of your biggest competitors running for this championship right alongside of you. They're one and two. Any issues during qualifying? Do you feel that you can move up? Do you feel that you have to move up in this next qualifying session?
4: Yeah, it's I, I definitely think it's key. We need to uh, definitely get our stuff together and get stepped up. we, we Love to go to number one, but I think that's going to be tough for a Pro Charge car out here in Vegas this year. Uh, hopefully, we can get in the two-three spot and race
0: our way through the field like we've done all year. To me, it's a really interesting study. Last year was you were you guys were a runaway freight train last year, right? I mean, just won everything in sight. Went up to Minnesota, won the shootout money, won the race. And this year, it's been a battle, and I think. From a fan and a, you know professional spectator's standpoint, I like to see the grit that you guys have shown this year to keep fighting. Yeah,
4: it's, it's, we've we've definitely hit a lot of roadblocks this year. Last year was definitely our year. There was no yeah. doubt about that. Uh, we were the team to beat. It seems like starting out even Gainesville this year, we hit a roadblock in Gainesville, and it just it hasn't stopped all year. We we have fought long and hard all year, and and I, I'm happy for our team and the way we've you know shown you know how powerful we are. I mean, we, we'll start at the bottom our way and win races you know and
1: there's not many teams out there that can do that well talking with mike talking with justin they seem to be in a good place they have they seem to have a good level of confidence but you have something that they don't you have a championship and that has to make you feel better coming coming into this this uh, chase
0: absolutely there's nothing better than rolling through the water box with a number one right on the window to let everybody know where you stand so we talk about the ProMod class, and since the inception of the thing, it's been all about the controversies that go through the course of a year. This car is getting weight. This car is getting a little overdrive. This car is losing weight. And it doesn't change. How are you able to, does it frustrate you when we see these changes on a constant basis? And it's, or is that more of Jamie Miller's problem and you keep that out of your head? It doesn't,
4: man. When I roll through their water box, it doesn't matter who's yeah. over there, what power combos over there, man. When it's your day, it's your day. I just race as hard as I can every every race. I, I mean, I'm mentally focused. I don't get worked up. I'm, I go in there and do the best job I can do. And if it's
0: meant to be, it'll happen. It was two years ago. Actually, it was I think it was the beginning of last season. Uh, I was sitting with Jamie and Shane Tecklenberg. We're at the bar at the hotel. I think it had rained in Gainesville. And Jamie's like, you know, I just don't know why. I can't break through over here. I've wanted every single thing I've ever done, but I just can't break through here. Lo and behold, that was not the problem. You guys came out swinging and never stopped. How was that relationship, that driver crew chief relationship with Jamie? Oh, it's great. Uh- we talk
4: very little through the races. Uh, he does his thing and I do my thing. I'm I'm honestly, I feel him and I together, uh, if we got a good hot rod, I, I don't know if there's anybody out there that can beat us.
1: Does this put you in a good place? Um, If everything works out to your benefit to your favor things go as planned you move up in qualifying but if you don't if you're somewhere in the middle of the pack right now you'll find yourself up against a Mike or a Justin does that put you in a good position if if that's the way the cards fall no not at all honestly if
4: the car I mean that's honestly the way I'd like for it to play out let's just get in and get it over with (laughs) let's see who's on you, you know whose day it is and Obviously, we get one of those, one and two, I mean, that kind of predicts what's going to happen for a championship.
1: With your combination, is the challenge making power? I mean, the supercharger, a a little diversity that you're up against, but but what have been the issues in qualifying for your team? Yeah, I mean, the pro-charge combo, it's dominated out here in NHRA
4: world the last couple years. So I feel like we're kind of paying the price here in the the third year, which I understand. You know, the NHRA's got to get a handle of what they feel is a handle on our combo. but not necessarily. It it is what it is. It, uh, maybe the Pro Charge car might not make the best lap out here this weekend, but I promise you it'll be the most consistent.
0: And look, when Jason Lee won up in uh, in Brainerd, that was the story. It, it was it was he did not outrun really anybody, but he outdrove them and they outworked him. And that's you know you've won races in a multitude of different ways, so it doesn't necessarily have to be clobbering them over the head with performance. And you're the type of guy who is very fun to watch drive because when I watch you on a race day, when you're locked in, I watch you over the course of the day just. Sh- on the tree a little bit and when I see that that progression you're able to do it and Lyle Barnett's able to do it and it's an amazing thing to watch it that's just comfort right that's comfort and that's just being locked in yeah it is
4: it's getting it's getting in and getting in your zone and obviously the more laps you get throughout the rest day the better you're yeah. usually going to be that's the way I am anyway uh there's nothing better than laps man so come come you know round four we're,
0: we're locked and loaded last year that car was kind of plain looking right there was a, there was sponsor stickers on it and stuff like that when you first saw your race car with bahrain one down the side tell me about it oh it's exciting man i i've, I've never really ever gotten the race for
4: anybody we're kind of a low budget team um, you know just got a couple guys on the team um it's it's a true blessing we really appreciate all those guys you know it's an honor for me to for them to believe in me and you know let me be able to run their colors so it's definitely
0: good, good what times. was the first phone call that that got that wheel rolling was it talking to Khaled? how did that whole process start for you to become part of team bar in one
4: yeah Khaled and i we've become friends out here racing and stuff and uh you know I, uh, this year i'll be honest with you i didn't really plan to run a full season and uh kind of jumped in and said we'd like to have you out here and he, and he just made it happen chris
1: winning the u.s nationals you know a lot of drivers will say at the time in the moment that's that's the that's what's going to make your career but winning the u.s nationals it is 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 a big accomplishment but a little bit of a dry spell since then yeah yeah um we
4: we, we and we struggled all the way up to the u.s nationals but it surely it, it was an honor like winning the u.s nationals if i went out today like the u.s nationals is one that my team and i wanted to win um we piled a car up there in 2020 we we're in the parents championship and and then the, I think the two, two years later, we didn't run 2021, 2020 year, two I come out and I run late in the final against Lyle and I had the hot rod to beat, you know, and it's just, I've had a black cloud over me in Indy every time I roll into Indy and it was finally a, a true
1: blessing to get out there and win that one. And as big as that is, there's there's no ultimate goal other than a championship. That has to be number one on any driver owner's list. Yes, sir. I agree. I agree.
4: And I I truly hope that we can find our way through here. And, you know, I think there's only one other driver, maybe two other drivers, that's won championships back to back. So if I was ever able to do that, man, I don't know
0: if you guys would see me out here anymore. (laughs) Uh, You would put yourself on a list with the likes of Ricky Smith, with the likes of Stevie Fast Jackson. And these are guys, like you said, if we're going to make a modern Mount Rushmore pro mod racers, those two guys are on it. I agree. I agree. I'd love to be up there with them. Well, he's Chris Thorne. He comes in leading the points. He's 30 ahead of Justin Bond. That's going to shrink with some qualifying points. Perhaps they have one more qualifying session. He's 50 up on Mike Castellana. And as we talked about earlier with Mike, one qualifying session left, and then you'll go into first round tonight. The last question I have for you, are you the type of racer, do you prefer, because some people hate racing at night, some changes the way they see and react to the tree. Does it affect you at all? Not at all. OK. We're ready no matter daylight, dark. Um,
4: (laughs) I'm not a big fan on racing on Saturday. Yeah. it's tough for for a driver and tuner to go out there and run around the racing on saturday and pack all your stuff up and get it back out on sunday and try and get back in the groove but i understand if we got weather conditions and stuff like that nhra has got to make their best call to keep us safe out there but hopefully the weather makes a swing and we run all four rounds on sunday
0: well chris congratulations on the success so far and best of luck to you uh, this afternoon and tomorrow yep thank you guys thanks, thanks for chris. having me
4: appreciate it.
0: so those are our three guests here from these nhra nevada nationals chris thorne thank you so much If you're gonna be watching us, which you should, you should be watching us on Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern, you're gonna be watching final qualifying on Sunday on FS1, and immediately following that, we're gonna go into eliminations. And Tony, before we wrap the show up, let's set the scene for the folks tuning in. It is cool now, it is gonna be downright cold tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think overall, the expectations for all the pro teams that are chasing the championship, even the ones that aren't, the ones that aren't chasing a championship, they're in their own battle, they wanna somehow finish third or fourth sure. or fifth, so there's a there's kind of three battles in, in every top 10 that we're seeing, but I think the anticipation is that the overall conditions are going to be better. Yesterday, in top fuel, we saw a 370. Yes. I think you can expect at least that in yeah. the first qualifying session. Of course, the second session is really where it's going to shine. We're going to see a lot of shuffling, a lot of movement in the field, and the expectations are that... How impressive the runs were last night. I think they fully expect to run quicker and faster than what we saw in that second session when it was cool. And we'd
0: be remiss if we didn't have one closing topic to talk about, and that is of course the massive kind of foundational shaking news this week that Mission Foods has stepped up to become the series sponsor. It'll be the NHRA Mission Foods Drag Racing Series in 2024. This is a, a deal that goes multiple years long into the future. Mission Foods came into the sport this year in a major way, not only on the side of motorcycles like those Advance and Hines. We had the Mission. Too Fast, Too Tasty Challenge, which became an incredible thing to see every Saturday at the races. But this deal has been announced, but there's a lot more to roll out behind it. It is a great week for NHRA drag racing.
1: Yeah, like you said, they've already had such a big impact in the sport. And anytime you can get a company that is global, and, and, you know, of course, we race from coast to coast. uh, But the benefit to the teams is not just the fact that we have a different title sponsor that has a brand name. Everybody recognizes that. We're all probably eating, more than likely, eating their products, (laughs) Oh, we should, or we better. (laughs) But I think the fact that for the teams, for the drivers, the activation behind a company like this, we're gonna see them in Walmarts, we're gonna see them in Kroger's. I've mentioned Albertsons. I don't even know if Albertsons is still around because (laughs) I'm in Southern California. I set up shop in Indianapolis. But the, the best news of all is we're gonna see that activation. We're gonna see specific drivers in specific markets and, and all of it is a good thing for Mission Foods as well as the sport of NHRA. And it also bears talking about the fact that Camping World is remaining involved
0: in the world of NHRA drag racing. The title sponsorship of the series will go to Mission Foods, but Camping World is a premier level sponsor. They will be represented in all of our television broadcasts. They'll be represented at the races. They believe in what we're doing out here. They came in at a time when we really needed them in 2020. They've been a great partner. will continue to be so in the future. And to me, nothing speaks more about what they think about NHRA drag racing in the series than the fact that they've extended their agreement through 2026.
1: Yeah, you know, there's a lot of good things happening in this sport, and and I'll just leave on this, Brian. We opened with a specific topic, and, and I think my primary goal, what I wake up in the morning thinking about, is we need to somehow figure out how to increase our viewership. Sure. I know the challenge, I understand the challenge of teams, team owners, drivers coming into the sport we have 17 cars here. It would be nice to go back to where we have 23 cars, 24, 25 cars competing for 16 spots. And in order to do that, a lot of things have to happen. It's not just one single thing that is going to fix it. But one of the things that's very important is we need to increase our viewership and creating a good show, of course, these drivers, they risk it all yeah. on the racetrack. It's a high-speed, high-stakes game. There is an element of danger in it, but it's good entertainment. We have some great stories going on this weekend, and we're going to continue to push that envelope so we can make it easier for the teams to acquire sponsorship. That's a fact. It is a sport with great depth, filled with people with great personalities
0: and stories to tell, and sometimes they're not always the most fun stories to tell, but our responsibility is to you, the viewer, to be uh, give you the most honest and certainly in-depth look we can have and the information we get. I mean, there's stuff we can't even talk about every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the big-time stuff. But it's been a great week for NHRA. Tune in 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday on FS1 to catch final qualifying, and then 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern on FS1 for the elimination rounds of the second-to-last race of the NHRA Camping World Drag Racing season in 2023. Tony, thanks for taking the time today. It's going to be a beautiful Saturday.
1: And we're going to bed early because we got a big day tomorrow. It's going to cool off, and we're going to see some big runs. We're going to see some broken hearts, more than likely. Regarding bedtime, he can speak for himself. I'm Brian Lowens. He's Tony
0: Pesgron, <laughs> and we will definitely behave ourselves in Vegas tonight. Right. See you at FS1.